Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Today is Wednesday, August 11th, and we started the day off with a bang. Yeah, we sure did. Staff meeting, had full a, staff meeting. Had a hot staff meeting. Nothing <laughs> nothing better than an 8.30 staff meeting to kick off your morning, but it was made better. It was made better. Anytime you walk in that meeting, and it is early, you're, you're hoping for something. You're hoping yeah, for a, I'm, a I'm, glimmer of I'm hope. Tr- I'm trying to get my palate tingled, and, what, is what I'm saying. And um, we were today. We were. We were. Had some had some donuts. Donut. When donuts, when you walk in that door. It's not an everyday thing. It's no. not that it I mean, it's not like we're getting donuts every meeting. I wish we were. <coughs> then I might be twenty pounds heavier. But <laughs> No, you, you walk in, you you know kind of the lay of the land, what you're gonna be talking about every day. Yep. But you see it often wasn't the, on the agenda. Off, <laughs> donuts off, not on the agenda. Off in the corner, you see that that box of donuts and then all, all of a sudden you're just you feel a little the bit day better. Got a, the day got a little better. It did. Yeah. It did. And, uh, you know, props to um, uh, executive assistant to the commissioner, Annette. Yeah. You New, know, newly appointed. Newly appointed. I mean, yeah. she's making just, her presence felt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Making her presence coming, felt. Shout out, Annette. In Shout out, Annette. He had the donuts ready for today's meeting. And I didn't have a donut. No one had it during the meeting. No, and I didn't have it in mind either. I was going to, you know, be a, a good, healthy, healthy. guy and, yeah. and not get one. Nope, can't do that. Except everybody else did the same thing, and I felt bad. So I was like, all right, screw it, I'll eat a donut. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be polite. Yep, you gotta yep. have a donut. Gotta go. Gotta be polite. Yep. What's your favorite? Let's uh, get let's get on a topic here. I mean, let's sure. talk donuts. I, I mean, t- if I, if I we'll we'll talk. If there's a box of donuts, okay. What is that first donut mm. that you're pulling out well, of that box? See, it depends. We we, we, do- we can't repeat. We'll make okay. this a three okay. round thing. Okay, three rounds. So I'm picking three donuts. So, uh, so we got a six top of donuts we're looking at. Yeah, we're okay. looking at. Um, Maybe a couple more. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, it, it depends. Depends. Are we talking Dunkin' Donuts? Strictly? No, 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 any, no brand. Any, no, no. no hey, brand. we're looking for we're looking for sponsors. Don't say the name of. Okay, them. okay, okay, okay. I'm just saying any donut. All right. What's your favorite donut? Favorite donut. Go first. Strawberry frosted. Well, with I, sprinkles. Okay. Just like my six-year-old daughter. Yep. Yep. And listen, makes perfect sense. Listen, there's a bunch of good ones around. There's, there's. Well, you bru- can't. There's brunettes. There's Dunkin' Donuts. Here you I go don't, with the name brands sh- again. Sh- 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 I don't. I don't discriminate. Okay. If I'm picking a donut and they got strawberry frosted, that's your that's first it. pick. That's number one overall draft pick. Wow. Um, God, you're, you're next. Well, I the frosted theme as well. But since you went on that, I mean, chocolate frosted with sprinkles. Got to have sprinkles. Is it a glazed donut? Yes, not the not the cake ones. No, I mean, is it a chocolate donut or is it just chocolate glazed? Chocolate glazed. Chocolate glazed. Chocolate frosted. Chocolate frosted. Like a normal donut with some chocolate frosted and some sprinkles. Yep. Okay. That would be that would be my pick. So you're sticking with the sprinkles. I like that. Well, if if you went sprinkle, if 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 you can't repeat, I got to be a little strategic. Yep. I'm sticking with the fruit theme for number number two. Blueberry cake donut. Oh, that's gross. No, smacks. Never had it. You've, if you've never had it, smacks. Mm, I never have. Yeah, well, you're missing out. That's uh, that's my number two. I guess since you went with sort of an obscure. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I also want to be different. You know. Well, can't, no. Can't, I, my second pick, pick again, chocolate. Chocolate. If there's some type of chocolate on the donut, not the actual donut, but on the donut, I'm probably picking it. So my next is the Boston cream. With like the chocolate. pudding, pudding filling, not yeah. the cream filling. I don't mm-hmm. like the cream. Fi- it's got to be like the mm-hmm. custard. You like pudding. yours filled, huh? 
I like that one. Yeah. That would be my next That's a good pick. one. Okay. So you're you're pretty chocolate themed throughout. I like that. Yeah, but I got something special I, I like for you on the, on the last yeah. on my last pick that okay. I know you will okay. not say. Okay, okay. I I got to think I had those two absolutely locked in in my number 2. I got to I got to go uh, a little back for number 3. I got to think about it. Um I think I'll go with the I don't know what they call it. Okay. I think it's the same almost as the Boston cream. But it's the long version. Long Johns. Long Johns. Long Johns. Long Johns is my number three. Lock it in. By the way, what a topic. Yeah. This is awesome. Five um, straight minutes of For people that wanted to talk a little <laughs> Mac, we had something different <laughs> planned for you all. But hey, if we're going to talk about staff meeting and, and donuts come up, we're going to talk yeah, donuts. That was the first thing that came to our hearts this um, morning. So. My last pick, you're going you're gonna to be mad at yourself for not picking this. Uh, okay. Donut holes. Oh. Dude, I was just on a trip. I'm getting <laughs> off topic now. We were just on a trip and to Athens this weekend. There's St- some Mac talk. Stop, stopped at Tim Hortons. Had to get the Tim bits, bro. They had. <laughs> let me talk to you. Let me talk to the people really quick because they had birthday cake Tim bits. Okay. That's that might be Our, that might top. Everything else that I have already said. Are you mad at yourself that you didn't think about that? I did a little <laughs> bit. I'm a little. I mad. had it ready for you. I, I'm a little mad. Does that is that a donut though? You're, it is a type of donut. N- no, I don't think it is. It's what you're leaving out of the donut. No, that's a donut. It's a donut hole. It's called donut hole. For yeah, a it's the donut hole. It's not a donut. It's a donut. It counts. Don't be mad at yourself for not thinking I of am. it. I am. I'm just mad. <laughs> I would go on road trips just, as a little kid. Just, uh, yeah, I'm just. And mad. it would be you know. Um, my my grandparents lived in the northeast, and there's a lot of Dunkin' Donuts. No no name dropping, but there's a lot of. Um, I've already dropped like three. Yeah, <laughs> but but that would be that would be the thing, and yeah. you just go through the donut holes. Are that would be, I I would agree with you. I was yeah. just trying to be strategic with no, my picks. No, that's smart. That was good. That was uh, good what what would be the last donut you touch? In, in, a box. in a box. What would you pretty much say? Anyone, you know what? I'd rather not have a if donut. If anyone brings me a sour cream donut, Ugh, yeah, go. Okay. N- Get out of my house. I, I agree with that. Also, and probably unpopular t- opinion. Jelly, powdered, too messy. It, it, powdered jelly donuts. They don't no, know. No, not. I'm not know? saying jelly, but just powdered. Too, Even, dude, too messy. I'm gonna go overrated on jelly donuts, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna go out there. I know it will be unpopular. It's just not. It's just not it. Well, just well, not it. powdered donuts. Good call. Good yeah, call. Another just good too. Call like you. you gotta look for a nap. Yeah, it's not yeah, good. Yeah. It's not a good situation <laughs> all the way around. So, well, hey. What a way to start the pot. Seven minutes of straight donut <laughs> talk. I bet if you got Speaking through that, if you got through that, and I bet a lot of people are like, well, you didn't say my favorite donut. So if if that did happen, yeah. you you tweeted us and say what we left out of our picks. Yeah. 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 I mean, we'd love to hear it. Yeah. Let's talk a little donut talk. Yeah. Uh, you, but know the staff- tosses, you know who tosses a lot of donuts? Sam Bachman. Sam Bachman. <laughs> what a transition. Yeah. <laughs> What a lot a of zeros up on that board. Uh, wow, I couldn't have said yeah. it better. A lot of zeros on the board. Um, Had his debut the other night. Sam Bachman, the Tri-City Dust Devils. Beautiful. In Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, forget the Pasco. I think it was called. Yeah, Pasco, Pasco Washington. Washington. Uh, he's been in a whirlwind, but was the ninth overall pick in the Major League Draft. Yep. And... Um, We've been trying. He, he's been he's been nonstop yep. since been being drafted and going out to camp and going down to. Uh, he was in Arizona, and then uh, yeah, like you said, made his de- debut the other day. And 
Uh, we've been trying to find time, and it just lucked out for us to get him after that debut. Yeah, I was going to say, well, he's on the West Coast now, so it's a little little more difficult for us on the East Coast being that far behind. You know, we don't want to wake him up so early, and we don't want to be He's a busy so man, late, busy so. man. Training yeah. camp's busy, getting the lay of the land, getting mm-hmm. a new organization, but clearly a, a big moment in Mac sports, Mac baseball history. When, Absolutely. When we had a top 10 pick. Yep. So we felt that it was... Uh, Man, that donut transition that you Thank threw you. out there, that was tremendous. Uh, we thought it would, it would be great to have Sam on. Um, we we think you're going to enjoy this interview, see what he's been up to, see kind of what draft day was like, and uh, kind of his process moving forward and how he hopes to get to the big leagues. So with that, Miami University Red Hawk, Sam Bachman. All right, everybody. Uh, our next guest on the Call to Action podcast, uh, first round pick, ninth overall selection, and newest member of the Los Angeles Angels organization, Sam Bachman. Uh, Sam, uh, thanks for joining us today. And uh, how are things? Uh, you're in the Pacific Northwest, right? Right now, right? Washington. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're currently, uh, you know, I outlined you. You're playing. I guess we'll start there. You uh, drafted ninth overall. T- tell us about draft day. How was that whole day for you? What did you do? Uh, we saw the celebration and kind of when you pick, picked, but take us through kind of that whole day from, from start to finish. Yeah, so I, I left that morning at like 6 a.m. and got to, got to the ballpark and actually threw a bullpen with uh, uh, Coach Pass. He recently took a job with Kennesaw State, so – I threw my last bullpen for, for good time's sake with him at about 9 a.m. and then crushed an upper body lift afterwards, kind of get my mind off of, you know, the day and the stresses of the the draft. And then, you know, kind of just chilled with my, my roommates back at the apartment and then um, got there and all my family was there. There were probably like 130 to 150 people there. Um, it was definitely pretty special for not just me, but everyone around me just because they've you know, invested in this journey and have been a huge part of it and making sacrifices on their end as well. So definitely surreal. I definitely don't remember it just because of how surreal it was and still hasn't really set in. But, you know, now that we're in minor league ball, everyone's back to square one. So it really doesn't matter, you know, whether you were picked in the first round or 20th or an undrafted free agent, we're all kind of, you know, in the same boat. So I tend to kind of forget about it. But it definitely was a lot of fun and really, really special moment. And, and talk a little bit about the whirlwind that has been after. Obviously, there's not a, a lot of time uh, that you get from being drafted to, you know, your debut, which was last night. Talk about, you know, a little bit about the process uh, that is, you know, getting drafted into the majors and, and how you've gotten to where you are right now. Yeah, so right after the draft, um, you know, I trained for about a week and I got a call, I think, two days before my flight that I was going out to Arizona and there was a mini camp for all the draftees and 20 pitchers, the Angels selected all 20 pitchers in the draft. So it was really fun to kind of connect with all those guys and learn from each other. So we were all there for um, about two weeks. I know there's probably a handful of guys still out there, but from, for the most part, everyone's, a lot of the pitchers are assigned somewhere already and they're competing. And so I was there for maybe two weeks and I got out here or I got, I flew straight to Eugene Saturday night, got in at about 11 midnight, and then pitched the next day. And then we had a, a five-hour road trip here to Pasco and 
So it was my first day yesterday and it was an off day. So it was kind of nice to, you know, get, get on my feet and, you know, get used to kind of the lifestyle. So. Yeah. We, we've been trying to get you for a while now and I'm, I kind of, kind of actually worked out cause we got you the day after your debut. Uh, you know, how did, how did it feel? You, you pitch very well. I mean, it, it, from, from two guys over here that, you know, we just look at the numbers. I don't know how you thought you did, but, uh, talk about how it felt to just getting back out there and throwing in a in a real game and uh, kind of evaluate your first outing. Yeah, it was fun. It was honestly I was most impressed or not impressed with, but I just felt super comfortable and felt like I've been there before. So, you know, I felt like a lot of my preparation as far as being confident with my stuff mentally and physically, I felt really comfortable out there. So that was that was really good. And I was I was locating my pitches. I was doing what I do best and that's jamming righties in and going soft away with the slider and didn't get to face any lefties to share the change up, but I'm sure that time will come, but I, I felt pretty good. And, um, for the first outing, I was definitely very happy with where I'm at and just looking to keep, keep crushing it day by day from here on out. Have you had kind of that, Oh, wow, I'm in the major leagues moment yet or just in terms of you know the level of competition changing or or you know maybe a, a starstruck type of moment that you had um you know your first few weeks yeah not really actually just because I'm so focused on my process and everything I, I'm not going to try to do too much um a lot of the player development guys in this organization are you know they're just preaching do what got you here so I'm doing the same training really what I did in college and the same prep work as far as mental game goes. And when I'm out there, I'm really not trying to do too much. I'm doing what I do best and I don't care who's in the box. I pretty much just keep the same, same mindset. And if I have to adapt, I will. Cause you know, that's, that's the game nowadays is trying to adapt to better hitters and everything. But I didn't really have a moment where I was like, Oh, it's pro ball. Like it's kind of just the same game I've been playing since I've been three or four years old. So nothing really changed there. I felt really comfortable. So it was awesome. And it was a lot of fun. What do you, uh, obviously the, the name of the game is to make it to the big show with all this, um, you know, what do you have to do or what are some things that you want to try and work on to get you to that level as fast as you can? Um, I think the biggest thing is just, you know, staying healthy and, you know, being able to be of use. A lot of guys, you know, if you're just, you're performing, but you're, you're getting hurt, then you're getting back and you're getting hurt. There's not really an opportunity for, you're not a reliable guy. So I think first and foremost, just staying healthy and staying strong throughout the season. You know, it's a pretty long season. Obviously it's my first game, but you know, there are 80 games in. So life is a minor league. You really got to take care of your body, make sure you're recovering and stuff. So first and foremost that, and then as far as development goes, I really just want to have three pitches to both sides of the play, whether that's righties or lefties. I don't want to be limited to just change up to lefties. I want to throw it right on right. I think that's a true equalizer, especially at the big league level. And, you know, just keep pounding the zone and keep attacking and, you know, try to keep a level head. I don't want to get too high on myself or too low on myself. I have a bad outing. Definitely just try to, you know, keep working and learning and, you know, be a sponge because there's a lot of, you know, special players here and guys you can learn from. And you got to be a student of the game and keep learning from those guys. So really just taking it all in and enjoying it for sure. I mean, with that being said, is there a MLB player or coach could be on the Angels, could not be that, you know, you look forward to maybe picking their brain a little bit and, and learn a little bit more? Um, just really any big leaguer 
whether it's position player or a, a starter, just the way they carry themselves and how they go day to day. Really, I would be interested. I, I really want to talk to Reed Detmers just because I know he was a – I mean, he made it so fast. And, you know, he looks – just on TV, I know he had a couple tough outings, but he just looks so comfortable and looks like he's been there before. So that would be kind of a guy that I would like to, you know, talk to. And obviously you want to talk to Otani and Trout and stuff like that as far as the Angels guys. But just any big leaguer in general, I think they all have good stuff that I could really learn from just because I'm a younger guy. and I mean, this is my first time out here, so definitely just anybody really from this point. Is there anyone you've watched over the years that you kind of have studied or anything like that, big leaguers over the course of saying, you know, that's, I want to take this or that from, from that type of player? Or who, who would – Yeah. Yeah, Luis Castillo, just because I – I hear some comps to him just because he's a two-seam guy um, and our metrics are pretty similar. So just how he pitches guys and how he gets how he gets outs and swings and misses, kind of the tunnels he works with, how he attacks big league hitters. Um, him for sure, as far as like the mindset goes. Scherzer, I'm sure this is a pretty common answer throughout, but he, that guy just is so dialed every time he goes out there and, you know, he's one pitch at a time and just his ability to throw anything in any count and the right on right change up for sure. That's something that he really excels at. So just kind of watching him, how he goes about his business business on game day is that's another guy I like to watch too. Is there a uh, certain MLB park that you're looking forward to playing in the most? Definitely just L I mean, just Anaheim. I just want to go to LA angel stadium for sure. And then, Obviously, any ballpark in my favor. I definitely don't want to be out in Colorado or <laughs> a launch pad. <laughs> yeah. What, what uh, you know, some names like um, Andrew Chafin, Zach Plesak, uh, Eric Lauer. I mean, when you look at Mac pitchers and just there, there's some guys that if there's three names, there's a lot more, obviously. But yeah. to, to make it from the Mac, I mean, what does it say or just playing at a place like Miami or playing in the Mac? or uh, telling former teammates or anyone else in the MAC, um, I know most oftentimes it comes down to talent, but what would you say to guys like in the conference or anything to, to make it to your level? Yeah, I think it's, it's realistic for a lot of MAC guys, I think, especially as of recent. I know this year's draft was pretty – there were guys that didn't get picked up that were well-deserving to get picked up, so it's like – I think it's very realistic. And if you just put a year together of a hundred percent buy into your process and taking care of like your body and stuff, it's definitely realistic. And honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way, especially going back. Like I've, I've always had a chip on my shoulder. So being a Mac guy and being like an underlooked conference or a mid-major school, it's like these guys keep working. And I know Lauer and Plesak, you know, I, I'm sure those guys wouldn't be where they are without, you know, being in the Mac and keep working. It's been, it's really been a work from the bottom to the top. So like just keeping, keeping that mindset and staying driven in that way is honestly, you know, how I would like it to be. And I think guys in the Mac can make this a reality every single year, you know, three, four arms getting drafted out of this conference. So I think the pitching here is pretty, pretty legit. Every team's got a guy that very well could be a, a draft pick. And I love it. I mean, you mentioned it. It's not really a question, but you, you can follow up on it. But I love we hear it from all different sports, whether we're talking about guys that made the NFL. Uh, we have a couple guys who have not made the NBA. That, that chip on your shoulder mentality seems to be a common thing with all Mac guys. Um, and I, I just 
once again, it's really cool to hear that from you as well. Because um, I, I do think, I mean, we see a ton of NFL guys who make it and they're big names that came out of the Mac. And uh, I think no matter what, if you come in with that kind of mindset um, and work hard and trust in the process, like you said, that who knows, who knows where you can get to. So it's, it's cool to hear you say that. Yeah. And I, I think to go off of that too, like it really has no, there's no, like, it's not a, a, a gut punch on like talent or anything. A lot of these guys just bloom a little later and that's literally the only difference. And I don't like, particular like me being a late bloomer like I just need a little bit more development I might not have been throwing 95 in high school but you know I do feel like a lot of guys in the Mac are in the same spot as some of those talented SEC pitchers or ACC pitchers and just power five conferences and in all so I think guys just needed that one maybe two years more just to you know get big and that's why like you see these guys coming out their sophomore junior years throwing fuzz and fully developed is they just need that extra time and yeah, I think that's just kind of the, the way it worked. Yeah, and I mean, you mentioned, you know, some of the other guys that got drafted. You weren't the only Miami pitcher to be drafted as well, you know, with Jacob and Grant. Have you talked and stayed in touch with those guys over their process? And then what have they told you about their uh, their spot that they landed? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I talked to Grant. I FaceTimed him the day after. I'm pretty sure he was studying for his his MCAT. And I guess he got a call from a number. He just declined it. And our pitching coach called and was like, hey, that's the Mets calling for a, a free agent deal. Like, I want to answer that. And so he's he said, without a question, he accepted it right on the spot. And, you know, he's a talented pitcher. And I think he'll have a lot of success just the way he, he's got. He's got really good mindset and, you know, pretty driven guy considering he's trying to do med school at the same time. And then Jacob Webb is, you know, obviously a really good buddy of mine. And he's earned everything that is coming his way and has really, really grinded and put his head down and, you know, now, now look where he's at and he's got a good foundation and, you know, all those guys positions are similar as mine. We're all kind of back to square one and just ready to work. A couple more questions here, uh, kind of uh, unrelated, sort of related to baseball, but uh, Pasco, Washington, tell us about Pasco, Washington. How, do, how does that compare to uh, what, what, what goes on? I mean, I never heard of it. I'll be honest before I looked up where you were, but uh, how's it compared yeah. to Oxford? I mean, or you're from Fishers, right? That's right outside of Indy. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm looking out my window right now. There's some mountains. The trees are pretty tall. I mean, but other than that, I really, this is the first full day of actually seeing it. I really haven't experimented oh, okay. or been out to see a lot of stuff, but it's a pretty beautiful area, honestly. And Oregon was the same way. It was, I got in pretty late, but pretty beautiful place and um definitely a little hotter than the midwest sure i wanted to ask about uh the olympics a little bit did you watch any of the team usa and would you accept if you got a call in uh 2024 i don't think you can you what? Think. you can't you can't be in the uh you can't be in the minors or the majors really yeah, so he's, he's not. Oh, gonna, I didn't know he's that. Gonna be in well, there, man. Well, you can't. Well, you can't accept it. But did you watch any of the watch any of the games or anything like that? And what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't really watch it. Um, but I mean, obviously, if I had the opportunity to wear, you know, red, white, and blue USA, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind I would want to represent them and you know be a candidate on that team. So definitely would want to. Well, what sport outside of uh, baseball would you compete in in the Olympics? 
could you compete in? What would give you your best shot at a medal? Um, <laughs> I, I like to think I'm nice at like ice skating and stuff, but I don't, I don't really think I could, I don't think they would allow any, any other physical activity, at least within, within the contract and stuff that I have. I don't know if they would let me do. Oh no, I'm saying outside or, of baseball. Say, say, what about summer, summer Olympics? We just, we just wrapped up the summer Olympics. What's it, what's an event that you could uh, maybe hold your own in? hypothetically i don't know i mean i've been a baseball guy my whole life i wasn't very great at football wasn't very great at basketball so honestly anything with a throwing motion maybe some stuff like that i could be good at but i'm really not sure handball water polo something like that water polo yeah i I can tread water pretty well i can probably do that I like it. I like it. Eric's big thing would be table tennis, no doubt. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> no well, hey, Sam, we, we appreciate you uh, jumping on with us today. And, uh, you know, best of luck moving forward with everything. Uh, you know, I, I know we'll be watching and following along. And uh, if you keep working, hopefully that fast track to, to playing with guys like Otani and, uh, and Trout and, and all the rest of the Angels organization. So, you know, we're, we're pulling for, for you. And, again, thanks for joining us. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And, you know, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Take care. Awesome. Take care, guys. Yep. Thank you. Bye. All right. We hope you enjoyed that interview with uh, Sam Bachman of the Tri-City Dust Devils. Yes. I, I love that. Yeah. They get so creative with these minor league names now. I feel like they're changing every so often. Yeah. Do you, you have, have a favorite logo team? I have a couple, actually. Oh, I mean, I think I feel Jeez. like I feel like the Montgomery Biscuits. Great hat. Are, yeah. Great Not logo. only great hat, great logo, but creative i don't is montgomery known for biscuits is that is that why i don't know i also found another one recently it's called the the rocky mountain vibe (laughs) and if you look at this logo i'm going to show it to you right now it's just a s'more a s'more that's pretty cool with flaming hair throwing up a peace (laughs) sign with sunglasses that's pretty cool there's nothing cooler than that imagine that on a hat you're gonna have that next week walking Uh, into the office yeah i love that um how about you mine's for, for no question, the Hartford Yard Goats. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out, I have a family member who works for the Yard Goats, uh, so that's kind of what I know. But they, um, that's a tremendous, tremendous logo. I love it. Yep. That, that'd be my, my number one. There's also, I believe, the Richmond, you, you'll have to look this one up later, the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Oh, yeah. Check there that. is. There definitely is. <laughs> that, oh, that there's so many been. good ones. Yeah, the I love Modest- minor league Modesto logos. Nuts. <laughs> We could go on, uh, yeah, kind of like we did with the donuts. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which, which, by the way, I mean, we sit here and talked about donuts and never really touched on our staff meeting. Yeah, uh, but we a lot of have a lot coming up, and yeah. uh, you know, we've been sitting here grinding. We've been doing interviews nonstop, uh, ready to preview uh, a bunch of our fall sports coming out of our office, and you'll be able to find that on Max Sports on our Twitter and and also on GetSomeAction.com, our website, but. Um, you know, we have uh, women's soccer starting on the 19th. Yep. And then the week after that, I know they all vary day with their days, but we have uh, volleyball, field hockey, and men's soccer yep. all starting up. Got cross country and then, of course, football uh, yep. kicking off on Thursday, and September 2nd. Yeah, and I was going to say uh, the, the week after that starts our 75th anniversary. 
for football, which yeah. we haven't really touched on, and I'm assuming we will. We'll have to have a um, lot of 75th. I like the concept. I like the uh, you yeah. know little, little debates that we have. And uh, all right, top 75 donuts, go, <laughs> and that'll be our next. That'll be our next full. Yeah, show. enjoy yeah. everyone. <laughs> no, um, but we we have a lot coming up. Uh, ready to get started with the fall season, and uh, it's been really cool talking with. Uh, this week, and obviously at Media Day, like we touched on our football coaches, but uh, I think we, uh, it's been great to hear from the volleyball coaches and women's soccer say. coaches, and I know you've been talking to men's soccer and field hockey coaches, and yep. just everyone's excitement level to get back and started with uh, fall sports. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole new season for them, right? They were playing in the spring, and you know there was no fans, no anything, and so um, I think everybody's ready to just get their fans back behind yeah. them. That's a, that's a constant theme I keep hearing. Absolutely. Um, you know, and we're adding a couple new teams, both on, you know, the field hockey side and the um, men's soccer side as well. So that's really exciting to bring in some new faces, new teams, always good for competition, obviously. Um, we wouldn't put them in the league if we didn't think they were a great competition for <laughs> the rest of the schools. So I'm um, really excited to see where this season can go for all of our fall sports. Um, I know everyone's going to be out there competing their hardest since we missed out on a lot last year. Yeah, well said. And it, it's interesting to hear how these coaches kind of navigated from a spring season where they typically didn't play in the spring to how they operated in the summer and then got ready for the fall. So uh, a lot more of that coming in the next few weeks. Um, we hope you enjoyed our donut talk today, <laughs> as well as a guy who looks forward to throwing a lot of zeros and donuts up on that scoreboard with Sam Bachman. Uh, you know, many more interviews uh, as we gear up for the season here and as we get into the season with the varying storylines. So, you know, until then, follow us at Call to Action. Uh, you can download us on Apple and Spotify and SoundCloud. And yes, sir. Um, I don't know, until then. Get some action. Get some action. Turn off the man,